Super Talk Mississippi media production. Joining me now on the Welcome Home Beef Hotline, Mississippi State baseball coach Chris Lamonis. Coach, when last, I don't know that you've been on the podcast since anything happened. Uh, last we left you, you were coming off back-to-back wins over a top-five team and everything was, was looking pretty peachy. And then, of course, the world changed on us. We've gone through all this now. You haven't been able to go out and recruit like you normally do. You obviously missed out on your season. Just from your own perspective, have you learned anything about yourself as a coach as a result of all this? <laughs> I learned I can be really frustrated at times. <laughs> I think this has been the most frustrating time of my career. Um, it's been for everybody, right? I mean, COVID affects every person uh, out there, and it's just um, – I love the coach, so I'm, I'm glad we're back on the field. I'm glad we're, we're able to do things, you know. So, But it's just been a frustrating time, especially, you know, we felt like we had a special team last year, obviously with the way the draft hit and the first-rounders and everything else. And we were starting to hit our stride after that Texas Tech area. And um, But, you know, it is what it is, and it's, uh, we're getting ready for a new year. And, um you know, being prepared is probably the biggest thing I've learned I need to do during this time and the ability to handle, we call it handling the curveball in our program um, because right now just a lot of different things are happening. So we have to be um, resilient, you know, in how we deal with things day to day. Yeah, there's never an easy day in the SEC when, when you're coaching baseball, but this season in particular, with the amount of talent that every, not just one team or two teams, that every team is going to have this year, just in, in your head, looking ahead, what is this season going to be like? Well, I wish I knew because we don't even have real like we don't have real schedules yet. Yeah. You know, so we're still waiting to see. Like, I literally right before we got on the call, I'm texting with another coach in our league, and we're just you don't know what's out there in front of you. That's one of the hardest things is you know who are we playing or you know how are we playing, what's the format. Um, you know, us we're all planners. We're trying to figure out a, a way to win, and so um, not knowing that you know out there you know what our schedule's going to be like has is, is been pretty tough. And then knowing like I tell our team all the time. Hey man, we got a chance to be really good, but I said unfortunately everybody's going to be really good. It's going to be more than just talent. It's going to be how you know how cohesive how we play together as a group. You know, those are going to be big things because when when you get all those extra players back in this league, man, that's a lot of good players back in the league, and so um, it's going to be very challenging. I came out to cover the first scrimmage you guys had, and, and what a joy that was, by the way, just to be out and, and actually watch sports and, and cover it again. And I remember there was a point where I was, I, I just thought to myself somebody's not here. Who is not batted yet? And finally, about 20 minutes later, I realized I was thinking about Foscue and Westburg. Yeah. And, you know, just, I just, it just didn't occur to me. And obviously that you mentioned the draft, replacing the middle of the infield there. You know, who, who's looking to fill into those roles for you uh, in the 2021 season? Well, we, you know, we moved Cameron James over. Cameron was playing third last year, and he's a true shortstop, so he was playing out of position last year. And but even last year, we had him take a lot of reps at short because I wanted him to play behind a Jordan Westberg. And, you know, what's funny when you stand, like I coach the outfielder, so I stand in left field or center field, and you watch him. Even last year, a lot of the mannerisms are very similar defensively. Um, and he's really made some good jumps here. He's still got a lot to, lot to grow, but we feel like he's going to be able to jump in there and, and play. And then we have a freshman, Lane Forsyth, who's come in who's a special defender. Um, has a has a chance to play there, but he's a little behind just physically right now, trying to get bigger and stronger in our program. And Tanner Leggett's another infielder we have that man. He has a chance to make the great play. So we feel good at short, and then you move to second. Uh, we have a grad transfer, Scotty DeBruel, who has uh, come in, and, and really we feel like uh, he's got a chance to step right in. He was a four-year starter at Jacksonville University. I think he hit 300 every year. 
played short. He's played third. He's played second. Um, he's a good runner. He handles the bat. We, we feel like he's a nice addition, and he's been really good for us the last week or two here on the field and just has a maturity about him. we got an older player. Um, we feel like he can show up every day and play the game the right way. A season ago, if, if someone had asked me what was this team's question mark, I would have said probably the bullpen just because you had – I knew you had talent there, but there weren't a lot of proven arms. This year, if somebody asked me what's your team's strength, I might say the bullpen because now you've got you've shown a lot of guys, shown those arms. We know what we have there. You know, I remember you always say you know you're trying to figure out the roles early in the season. Here we are in, in you know in October. Do you feel like some guys already have some defined roles in that bullpen? I, I don't think so. That's the hardest part we're dealing with right now because of the COVID. We ended up you know we have a very talented pitching staff, but it's a deep pitching staff, and I, I think. You know, that's the hardest part that we're dealing with is we got some guys, everybody wants to know their role, where they fit, and what they do. And it's they're not dumb. They look around, and this guy's throwing 90-something and pitching good, and this guy, and like I tell them, I don't even know the roles yet. I'm trying to still trying to figure them out. We're, we're going to play a World Series coming up this week. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, you know, we're going to play 45 innings, and we're going to play real innings, dirty innings where you have to come in and get get, get us out of a jam, and do some of those type of things so that we can maybe see that a little bit better. Um, we do. We have a very talented pitching staff. Um, but, you know, we still got to, you know, how we fit in roles and how we – it's not always about how hard you throw. you got to get out. And that's, you know, we have to pitch. And I, I feel like runs will be at a premium in the spring because I feel like every, you know, in some games somebody may go to a bullpen arm that's not good enough. Well, everybody's going to be pretty good in that bullpen. I don't think anybody will be short. And so it'll be it'll be tough to be able to get in there and you know bang out somebody. So you're going to have these tight games. And then from a rotation standpoint, you bring in you still have the three guys who were in the rotation a season ago. Christian McLeod looked every bit the part of, of a Friday night ace. Uh, Will Bedner was very very impressive. Sarantola, you see the stuff. Now you have Brandon Smith back. Just just right. some, some early thoughts on your rotation and how those guys are going to work. Well, I think the first three that you mentioned, you know, Christian McLeod's had a good fall. Eric Sarantola's had a really good fall. And Will Bednar's had a good fall. So you have those three guys. They have power stuff. They're all three probably going to go high in this year's draft. Will's a sophomore eligible guy. He'll probably be, you know, I think those guys will be in the first couple rounds there as, as in this year's draft coming up if they play to their abilities. Um, and then, now, yeah, who are the other guys? Brandon Smith threw on, I think it was Sunday, his first outing back from Tommy John, and he was like at 90-91 every pitch. And um, he's going to be a lot better than that uh, when he comes back. And Brandon's always been a plus strike thrower. So we're excited about him. Finding out where he ma- we maximize his role is going to be huge. We're just trying to get him out there right now and get some, get, you know, get on the mound and get comfortable and face hitters. But I have a feeling once he gets over this break and comes back, he's going to be fighting for every role on the, on the staff. Um, you know, we have an incoming guy, Cam Tuller, who's a Juco left-hander, one of the better Juco players in the country. Turned down real money to show up. Um, we feel like he's in there fighting for a weekend role, also for a starter role. Um, can really pitch. And then, you know, probably the best guy, the guy who's pitched the best for us this fall has been uh, Houston Harding. Houston Harding beat Texas Tech there late. Yeah. Um, but, man, he competes with that changeup and, and, and his fastball and, um, he's been really good, and we can't hit him right now. So it's been uh, it's been a really good fall for him. I'm really happy to see that he's building off that success from from last spring. 
Yeah, hearing you talk like this, I can't help but agree with you that pitching is really probably going to dominate the early weeks of the season when you guys get back out there. We've talked so much about the guys that are back from last season. Let's talk about the guys that are new to the program. What freshmen do you expect to have an impact for you this year? Well, Kellen Clark, man, he's competing. He's a big hitter, you know, out of Brandon. Um, you know, been really good, you know, for us this fall. You know, he's an offensive player. So, man, I think he's, you know, big physical 6'4", uh, left-handed hitter, can hit the ball out of the ballpark, hit one off the eye drop yesterday, just can do some special things offensively. And what I like about him is he doesn't swing and miss a lot. You know, so as he's, you know, he's taking a lot of walks this fall, which usually your freshmen are over-aggressive, swinging and missing, and you got to reel them back in to get them ready to play. Well, he's the opposite. He has a great approach at the plate. Um, I mentioned Lane Forsythe earlier as a shortstop for us. He's got a chance to play. He's going to be in the mix for us. Um, and another player offensively is uh, Braylon Skinner. is an outfielder. He, um, you know, one of the faster. I think he ran a six four something on Scout Day and can really move and can really cover ground in the outfield. So we're excited about him. And then it's just the it's just the arms. I mean, it's the you know we have a, a just we have four freshmen who got to us who we weren't sure we're going to get to us on on the staff. Kate Smith has had a really really good fall for us. Um, Jackson Pristo is a big arm out of Kentucky who's been up to 96 this fall. Mikey Tepper is an arm who's been up to the mid-90s this fall. And uh, Dylan Carmouche, a big left-handed pitcher, has, has had a good fall also. And then we have our in our Juco arms in there too with Parker Stinnett and Cam Tuller and, and some of those guys that have, that have had good, uh, you know, falls to this point. So it's, you know, like I said, it's, we, have, we have the depth, that's for sure. And we have some really quality guys there that, that can pitch. You and the rest of the guys around the country coaching college baseball will, will face some some challenges, you know, past this season in terms of roster management. Everybody seems to have extra eligibility, things of that nature. Has, has there been any kind of direction from you, from the SEC, from the NCAA about, you know, obviously they, they wanted to make it right by everybody last year, but what's it going to look like going forward? Do you expect expanded rosters? Do you expect maybe finally get out from under 11.7, anything like that? Well, I don't, you know, it's hard. We had to fill out a questionnaire from our, you know, our association yesterday about those items you're talking about. And it's, it's really tough, you know, as, as we sit and look through this and, and go through everything because it's, you know, we don't know. And, and really, we're still just trying to get basketball started from an administration yeah. standpoint, you know, in the country. I mean, that's, you know, it took so much to get the football going and keeping football going. And now with basketball, you know, we do have a lot of answers. I just, you know, we're, we're not we're not up at the table yet. You know, I guess we're just having to wait our time. That's why we're still waiting on scheduling and things like that, trying to figure out. I do think there will be some type of relief. There has to be. I mean, I, I don't – it's hard for me to imagine getting more scholarship um, because of the financial impact this has had. You know, so where is everybody coming up with more scholarships is, is tough. You know, I mean, when, when you deal with, like for us, giving the seniors their year back last year, that wasn't a – crazy hit for us because we don't usually have many seniors in college baseball especially in the SEC you know so now it hits some of your other sports but in college baseball the, the most of them are drafted and they sign they move on so it wasn't a huge piece for us but if, if we were to try to make up for it like next year with all this extra eligibility it could be some crazy numbers not too long now before we should have a schedule and we'll start talking about getting back out at Duty Noble Field. I know that I'm looking forward to that. I know that you are probably looking forward to it a lot more than I am as well as your players. So can't wait to see you back on the diamond. Coach Chris Lamonis, man, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, Brian. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.